welcome to another Jingle Jangle episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your festive hosts. Yeah. I have lost over 120 pounds. Wow. I am a tiny habit certified coach, a Thrive Global certified coach. Ooh. And here is the jing to my jangle. Catherine's <laughs> home skillet, Donald Weigel. Home <laughs> I don't know. Don't you don't you think of skillets at the holidays, or is that just me? Because I think about food all think, the time. Yeah, that, that's giving a Cracker Barrel yeah. vibe. But, but who are you? Hi, I'm Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds and kept it off for about six years. And uh, this is the last time you will hear my voice as I sound as a 53-year-old man. Oh, boy. I turn 54 tomorrow as we record this. Yikes. That's By the like time, a grown-up age. I know. I know. It's feels it feels like for, i don't know why it feels odd 54 seems odd like like i should be like in aarp and and, and I, you actually just got an aarp yeah. notice and i usually throw out mail just like higgledy piggledy basically yeah yeah uh, but i saw the aarp thing and i was like Oh, this might actually be something he needs to open. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be in one of those commercials where I'm like out thriving as an elderly oh, gentleman. You know what I mean? Like, I'm elderly. not. I'm not letting my. I'm not letting my elderly state like we, like hold me back anymore. One of the things that I threw out recently in a fit of rage uh, was we we got a uh, a flyer in the mail from a planned fun adult senior community oh, in yeah. Calabasas. <laughs> That was like for all your care needs from yeah. independent, you know, pickleball player. Yeah. To, like your final stages. Like we, and I'm sure it's way expensive. And I, so I just threw it out. But I was like, are we, are we in the thriving I, ladder part yeah, of our lives? I, I think sadly we are. I mean, like, I don't think, I don't think being in your 50s was what it, what it was like yeah. when we were kids, but maybe that's just my imagination and it's always like this. Yeah. You could be in like an age 55 and over community soon. That's like soon. Like, yeah. That's what grown ups are. I go live there by myself. You, you can't get in yet. <laughs> in his, his young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have. Am to... I a cougar if you're older than me? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think by definition, I don't. I don't know what. What's the male cougar? Silver fox or something? I think so. Or is that just when you have gray hair? Yeah, didn't I? We don't watch the Silver Bachelor or whatever it's called, the Golden Bachelor. I yeah, hope, I hope everybody turns out fine. I hope everyone found what they were looking for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. F- Fifteen minutes of fame or whatever it is. But... Yeah, but we we had made a promise uh, to ourselves at least that we. Uh, like like we uh we talked a lot before we got into the content of the show last episode. A little bit. We went on for many minutes. Uh yeah. one dear uh Walt member and friend of the show, Sarah, was like, I looked at the time code and couldn't believe how many <laughs> ambles <laughs> they look, it was important. And I think that that more importantly, we've started a real stir on the internet. And there's like, you know how how there was like, oh, I'm team sparkly vampire yeah. and I'm team boy werewolf. Yeah. And Jacob. And like <laughs> his name is Jacob. Yeah. Like and like I hey, taste great. I'm taste great and you're less filling and like we can't be friends anymore. Like 
it's like the Tchaikovsky people versus the Chopin people. Like yeah. we've started this feud, and the hashtag, like hashtag Chopin got it done, was trending yeah. like for a while. I, and actually, I actually feel bad because a, uh, a few friends we have uh, one Wolt member who is in a symphony orchestra who is literally playing the Nutcracker all month. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Which, that if I had a collar, <laughs> if I had a collar, it would be like, oh boy. Um, and then a number of friends are posting like playbills of like oh our family tradition of the nutcracker, the nutcracker our beloved I know. sugar plum fairy uh, i know and now you're the bad guy and in, now in their story yeah, yeah i'm like oh well but you know what i think the best podcasts are the most divisive you right. know what i mean like we're bringing right. big issues <laughs> we're not afraid to stir pots and uh yeah. and and cause a ruckus uh so we did that and yeah so we we said what we said, and is also what we're also Chopin did get it done. He so did get it. There's done. no there's no arguing with that. Yeah, we're starting with that. But uh, but yeah, you might notice. Uh, I know we talk about uh, calendars. And, yeah, and the great state of Gregoria. Uh, is that where? Who is was Gregor a guy? Like I, where? What's I, the origin? I believe it was uh, had to do with a pope. Oh my goodness! I I feel so like so like chanting Gregorian chants, and then they also chanted about calendars. Anyway, yeah, whatever it is, I can't remember now. Calendars exist. We've all decided that we're uh, we're using them. Uh, whether I mean, look, maybe you still use Stonehenge as your calendar, like. I'm not going to judge, like, if that's, like, your thing. I love the idea. I can't remember if I, it was, like, the Flintstones, but they had, Fred had a watch that was a um, a sundial, <laughs> which I just thought was really funny. Oh, yeah. Because no. you can't move a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why don't That's why do it's that? funny, because you can't move a sundial. <laughs> I mean, you can, oh, but, it. like. Anyway, poor Fred Flintstone. Uh, but we uh, <laughs> we went from Tchaikovsky. Yeah. To okay. So here, like I oh. I secretly looked it up. It's named after Pope Pope Gregory. So I was right. It was a pope. Oh, it was named okay. after a pope. It it went into effect in October of 1582, and it is the calendar used by most of the world, according to uh, to this. Oh, yeah. Great. Exactly. Pope Gregory. Okay, this is something that is embarrassing. Uh, that I used to believe when i was when i was young very young not recently yeah i thought because we weren't i wasn't really catholic i thought like the pope and santa claus were kind of in like the same vibe <laughs> like like they kind of lived somewhere yeah. forever and never yeah. aged and because it- and and by you weren't really Catholic, you mean you weren't Catholic? No, but like my grandmother was Catholic, and like yeah. I just I grew up with Pope John Paul II. Yeah, PJP two uh, hashtag. Uh, you put the hashtag at the beginning. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you can fix that in post. But like I just thought he w- w- was like forever and always, and in the Pope mobile. And then I didn't realize that sort of like Santa Claus. Yeah, that. He wasn't fictional. Oh, mm. whoa, whoa. I just said something. Uh, he he didn't fictionally live in the North Pole, if kids are listening. Uh, yeah. He lives in the Arctic Circle right. area. It's not like right on top. But anyway, right. we're getting beside ourselves. <laughs> but speaking of Santa Claus, good point, Donald, and calendars. Um, I got a very aggressive uh, text from my mother yesterday. Oh, yeah. That you don't know about. Oh, okay. Um, it it said I won't look at it because wait, I, weren't we going to get into the content of the it. episode? This is this it. Is the, this is this it. This is the segue. Okay. I told you I had content. Okay, good. Tonight. I'm ready. 
share with you. So I'm ready. I'm I'm like imagining you riding in the Pope mobile <laughs> right now, but that's okay. Um, but I, uh, my mom sent a text and was like, "Oh, blah blah blah, I did this," and also like, "Can't wait to see you in 19 days." Oh yeah. And I, like, my heart kind of seized because I am not ready. I have so much to do before 19 days from now yeah. that like that I'm going to see her. And I got really uh, overwhelmed and full of anxiety about the holiday season. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to seeing how you're going to get it all done before then, because I know you can do it. Oh, thanks. And in this episode, dear listener, if the idea of me seeing my mom in now uh, 16 days, 17 days, yeah. yikes, a doodle, suddenly time is <laughs> passing. Um we're uh, we're going to help me and help you practically manage Christmas and the holiday season and all of the things uh, you plan on eating. Generally, this is sort of a, a food based episode, uh, but like all of the uh, the food opportunities that we have in the month of December, because they are many, they are many. So uh, we're going to pass along practical advice. And this goes for me too, because we've got like travel coming up of how to manage uh, the holiday season using Pope Gregory, Greg. Yes, we call him Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pope, our our buddy Greggy, the Pope. But um, like- His calendar. Now I'm picturing Greg Brady- yeah. Like in a Pope costume. The, yeah, the Gregorian calendar <laughs> named after Greg Brady. Yeah. It's it's facts. Like look yeah, don't but, look it up on the internet, but, but that's facts. But we're going to use a calendar uh to help you prioritize your month of December. You're welcome. It's already happening. Um so this assumes uh we're we're gonna start out super practical with actually Go get yourself a calendar. We'll wait. Uh, there are Google calendars. There are print calendars. There are calendars with teen heartthrobs on them. Yeah. Um, Donald yeah. enjoys calendars with superheroes on them. I do. I buy. I generally buy a new one every year. And oddly, like last year, I got a Star Wars one, and I ended up wishing that I had gone for the superhero one after all. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought I really liked the Star Wars one. And look, I love Star Wars, but... Like, I didn't really enjoy there, – there were several of the months where I didn't enjoy the, the style of art. Yeah, I can like, see that. But, yeah, but as the, much as I thought I did when I bought it. I get it. Well, um, unlike Donald's regret, you're not going to regret what we're going to tell you about Look, calendars. you don't have to use a Gregorian calendar. Like, just whatever calendar you use, that's fine. <laughs> we don't judge. <laughs> we don't judge. We're calendar agnostic on this show. You're Franklin planners. I love a printed calendar. They are, I will say it. Um, but we uh, are going to... Okay, we already asked you to get the calendar. So we're going to assume at this point uh, you've got a calendar. So we're asking you uh, to use the calendar to set your expectations for the month. And we're going to start by asking you to fill in your calendar with actual things that are going on, just like a normal calendar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in this one, they're going to be basically focused on food opportunities. So mark your calendar for any parties, festive events with food, uh, your your night at the zoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there are night, night. night at the museum. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any <laughs> where this the statues come to life exactly. for some reason yeah um festive events family visits work luncheons yeah like even just you know plan night 
nights out, kids events, potlucks, uh, community or religious events, or even just sort of like don't forget the normal non-holiday related this is a big like one. food opportunities that you might run into your you know book clubs happy hour um weekend sports watching like maybe you know you're watching your pickleball uh tournament on or, or football tournament. on espn 12 yeah or or nfl if you're one of those people um and you know you always say to yourself oh well during that game i always have to have like the cheesesteak from eddie's or the yeah. pizza whatever like you know, if that's a food opportunity for you, um, then make sure you mark that down as well. Yeah. And, you know, like the, the times when you're baking cookies with kids or whatever, once we look at the full calendar, you get like it's we always think of things like, oh, I just need to get through this Sunday, which is Donald's birthday. I just need to get through like next week when we've got uh, some friends coming into town. But when you add it all up and like, oh, yeah, well, on Sundays, we always have chicken wings. Yeah. Like, oh, well, on Saturdays, we always go out to breakfast. Suddenly, you see, like, and I, I did this in, in Walt Place, just sort of the potential things that could come up. And between, you know, indulgent football things and kids' birthdays and, you know, parties and whatever, it was like 20 different potential right. events, like food-based 20 events. out of 31 days, yeah. Exactly. And once you sort of step back and look at all of the food opportunities you have in the month for indulgence, it's sort of sobering to go like, oh, there is no scarcity of food. Because yeah. a lot of times we just go into the one event thinking about like, oh, well, we're going to go out to dinner. So I definitely want to have chips and salsa. And like, well, I'm going to prioritize that. But then we forget we've got 19 more food events coming down the line. And it's a good place to just sort of ask yourself the question as you're looking at your calendar, are all of these food opportunities the biggest food priority, if you look at all of them and you overeat by two or 3,000 calories, what will happen this month? Because at this point, if you have 20 food opportunities and your goal, which is like just in your brain sitting there not doing anything, is like, oh, I'm going to lose my, I'm going to lose weight in December. Is that really going to happen with 20? food days where you're off track. Oh, yeah. Like New Year's Eve is also technically this year uh, because it is December 31st. Like, are you going to lose weight? Are you going to gain weight? Are you going to gain a lot of weight or maintain? Because all of those options are open. Yeah. And I spent many, many years um, uh, just saying to myself, well, if I just get past this party, yeah. if I just get past my birthday, like I'm going to eat what I want until then. Uh, oh, but wait, now there's now there's like a work party coming up. Oh, wait, now there's a kids thing coming up. Like, and I would just there was always something else coming down the road, and I just kept eating and eating and eating until I got a diabetes yeah. diagnosis, and and really had to you know sort of sober up and do something about it, and so. What we're going to do is we're going to use, uh, I think in this case, six P's. I know we've we've talked about many more uh, uh, items with the letter P, uh, beginning with the letter P. Uh, I think right now uh, we're about to talk about using six different P's to look ahead once you've got all this laid out on your calendar and to really, you know, ask yourself, like, how can I come out in January proud of the choices that I've made or or at least limit the amount of damage that you can do? Because, like, 
I I could I could easily gain. It shouldn't be possible, but I could easily gain twenty pounds in the month oh. of December if I if I let myself. I know, and like we had a neighbor, an old neighbor, stop by, knocked on our door like a human, and gave us just a, p- a pound of chocolate. Oh uh, yeah, like I don't know. We ate some of it. I ended up throwing <laughs> it away. Yeah, I should have done that at the start, but I didn't. But that was like a surprise. There are also X factors. Always look at add a couple of X factors in there of things that you didn't anticipate happening. Uh, so. We have the calendar filled out. So the first P that we are uh, going to talk about is prioritize. This ties into looking at all of the events and really out of what, however many events you have, five, 10, whatever, which ones are the priority food-wise and in, in enjoyment-wise? Are you going to eat cold square pizza at the kids' holiday party yeah, at school. Yeah, exactly. Like, is that like, oh, man, I can't wait for that. And if you love the square pizza, then great. But once you look at it all and go like, oh, well, that's kind of – that's a pass. That's a pass. We can then prioritize the ones that are really important. We're going out to a really fancy dinner with our, you know, book club. I really want to enjoy that. We'll prioritize that. But you know what? Football Sundays, maybe I'm not going to prioritize those this month because right. like I've got all of these other things going on. So what are your favorite events? What are your can't miss foods? Um, what events are really food worthy? Like we said, pick a few because you know what's going to like, I guess the question to ask is what will happen if you just eat all of the food in all of the events? probably not what you want to have happen. So step back, prioritize, I don't know, like 25% of the events, uh, one or two, whatever that number is. And then on the other ones, really pull back and go like, this is just another day. This isn't the time that I'm going to indulge. Yeah. I think that, I think that we oftentimes give into that like fear of missing out or that, that like false food scarcity mentality. Well, this is the only chance I'm going to have to, to like eat these holiday foods before I have to go back to being on my diet or whatever, like, like try and get over that mentality of, of, you know, I have to do as like as much food as possible right now because it will be gone later. Like there will always be opportunities for food. So be really selective about the ones that you choose to like truly uh, indulge in. Exactly. And what's the next one, Donald? Uh, so the next P is plan. And uh, this involves, you know, really knowing what's in front of you. And that goes back to the calendar. And Look, I know a lot of times when if I'm listening to uh, an audiobook or a podcast and the person says, like, get out a piece of paper and write this down and, and do it. Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I, look, I'm just going to do it in my head. Like, maybe you can do that, but I would really highly suggest you actually, like, sit down and lay it out and actually put it on a calendar so you can really see it in front of you. And it's kind of, to me, it's sort of related to to getting on the scale. Yeah. It's like there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I'm sure my weight's fine. But, you know, what I'm doing really is I don't want to step on the scale and see the evidence that I've actually gained weight so that then I will have to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, like, writing it down gives you the the visual evidence that you actually have to know what's going on and plan ahead because you might have 20 events uh, coming up through the next month. And so really pre-plan how you're going to handle each one, do the prioritize step, um, and then 
uh, that we talked about just a second ago. And then also, like, really just sort of stick to normal breakfast, lunches, um, your your normal foods if you're going to go to one of these events. Um, and, and, you know, the thing that I would do a lot and still have trouble with is, well, I know I'm going to eat, like, whatever I want later, so I'm going to start eating whatever I want. Uh, right now, yeah, and then I've I've you know compounded the problem where I'm adding thousands of calories before I even go to the event, or in some cases after the event. Well, and I mean, and the point of that too is if you're having two to three meals a day, it's not just 31 days of the month; it's 31 times three meals a day, right? And so, are you going to compound the problem by instead of just having one indulgence, having three indulgences a day? Because suddenly that's ninety, you know, meals, ninety three meals, right. That are going to be off track. So, really focus on, you know, normal days until the event. Don't don't skip eating and then gorge yourself later, which I've totally done before too. Um, so yeah. So, and then, yeah. and then focus on, you know, the day after That's as well huge. That's and, huge. and really, um, resuming your normal habits and not saying to yourself, not doing the thing that I would do over and over again, which is, well, I already sort of blew it for the week. So I'll just like eat whatever I want for the rest of the week. And then I'll start on Monday. Like yeah. I'll get, I'll get back on track on Monday. Um, and, and also, you know, not asking too much of yourself. If you know you're going to be sort of wiped out from an event, uh, maybe that's just because I'm now in my old age uh, <laughs> that I get wiped out from these events. But if you know you're going to be wiped out from an event, don't expect too much of yourself the next day. But but don't expect nothing from yeah. yourself also. Like plan to to set your minimums and really sort of get right back on your plan that following day. Yeah. Well, and I think that that brings up our next P, which is – pause ah. we often expect like just i know they've they there are those memes that are like my normal life and then my life at the holidays it's like the same problems but now they're festively decorated when we already have laundry and grocery shopping and work to do and right. lines and like actual life to live wait did you say zip lines what did you just say <laughs> i don't know dude <laughs> I told you before, I don't know. You asked me like to repeat myself. I was like, I have no idea what I just said. Like that is not my priority. I'm looking forward to listening back to this episode and finding out what you just said. Because I, I said deadlines. Oh, deadlines. That makes more sense. I heard zip lines. zip lines and I was like, what did she actually say? We have actually gone zip lining. Yeah, so true. it was really fun. It, it was. It was really fun. Yeah. I was the kind of person who wasn't afraid of falling. <laughs> yeah, that's is right. what I told myself when <laughs> yes, I zip lined. Exactly. But Pausing your normal expectations of yourself, or at least reducing your expectations, can help you not go cuckoo bananas at this time of year. So say, for example, usually you do a lot of meal prep on Sundays, or you, you know, you really value and prioritize home-cooked meals and more elaborate workouts and going to the gym. Yeah. Maybe this is a time to not think of stopping behaviors but actually just pausing and saying like, oh, you know what? Making, you know, homemade meals or doing big meal prep every weekend isn't going to fit my schedule right now. I can pause that preferred behavior, save it for January when things calm down, 
but and then say to yourself, and this month instead of that, I'm going to pot, I'm going to buy the pre-chopped vegetables. I'm going to buy heat and serve meals. I'm going to instead of making my blueberry oatmeal bake whatever, I'm just going to stick to having yogurt or a you know a breakfast sandwich frozen. Swap out things. Pause your ideals. And it will give you more emotional bandwidth to manage those other events. A lot of times we think about when we stop a behavior, we think about, you know, like, oh my gosh, but I've got a streak. Like I need to keep my streak going. Right, like right. I'm the, you know, and we, and we don't think about just having the, the option to pause and just go, oh, this is just not right for this small time of, you know, these few weeks, but I'll pick it back up again. And that gives you more freedom instead of going, oh my gosh, now I'm a failure. You know, I'm not doing that ideal now. Just, you're just pausing it. Just press and pause like Don has to do when we're watching television and I get up a hundred times. He just sees it as a pause, not an end. It's just a pause. That's what I, it's just a pause. That's what she tells me all the time. Um, But it's really, it's about being realistic about what you can expect from yourself while still expecting something out of yourself and not giving up entirely um and another the next p to use in order to attack the the season is uh portion and you can ask yourself can you enjoy your indulgences in smaller portions like do you have to have the largest slice of pie or a slice of whatever um you know can you do single servings of things can you do modifications, adjustments, swaps, like, you know, something that you enjoy but isn't isn't like the full, you know, the full calorie version of it? I, Can you still get enjoyment out of it? I actually have something to tell you that I didn't tell you. Okay, so, I'm ready to hear it. I uh, really enjoy uh, German Stolen, which is sort of a, a bread with marzipan and fruit in it. And I have never heard of this before, and really? I've been married to you a long time. It was like a German thing, my grandparents. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. But I love Stolen, but I don't really buy it because it is super caloric, and it's usually really big. And it's you'd like, have to fly to Germany to get it. No, you just go to Trader Joe's. Man. Oh, okay. But guess what? Yesterday, um, I didn't even tell you this. I do lots of secret things. <laughs> and when- not what a husband wants to hear. I do lots of secret things that you'll never find out I, about. I will be okay. My, my you'll read my journal after I'm dead and realize okay. the person I actually was. Okay, I'm going to tell you something, and yeah. here it comes. Okay, this is what. Okay, I ended up uh, when you went to take our daughter to school yesterday. Yeah, I went back and picked up that the, that kid kitchen set off of our neighbors no you did i did i did no you did and i buy nothing to it and it was so heavy that i ended up taking it to the woman's house like i checked and she was like oh my gosh that's perfect like and i flash gave it whatever so i took it to her house and so i think our listeners are probably a little bit lost there was a a a really nice looking child's like kitchen set. Yeah, like a refrigerator like, and a and a stove and in like front of a else. mansion. Basically, it was, it was just sitting on the curb like for a really long time, and and like we kept walking past it when we were doing our walks, being like, I can't believe that's still there. And, and was, so so Catherine now brought it, brought it, and put it on buy nothing, <laughs> picked we, it up from the curb. Yep, but I I checked and I was like, hey, is anyone interested in this before I go back and get it? Now and, I don't like. Now I feel like you're living a secret double life that I know nothing about. Yeah, <laughs> you did mention the other day that I have intentions that I don't share with you, and very it does happen. concerned. Very but I'm, concerned. there's a point to this. So 
I just couldn't. The idea of wasting it just our teen, our eighteen-year-old doesn't want a children's uh, <laughs> no, set. no, she does not. But it weighed so much, I could barely get it in the car, and I was yeah. like, "What have I gotten myself into, Gilligan? Like, how yeah. did I do this?" You end up in the hospital from trying to lift Maybe it. Maybe that's why my back hurts too. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Okay, so I dropped it off at her house, and Shanti's Bakery has big. There's a bakery that we just found across from our Ralph's that has really great coffee. But it's kind of – it's out of the way. Anyway, I went there yesterday. I got a coffee. And they had single slices of stolen. So I <laughs> bought one. So that is the single serving story. Well, I'm glad you got a single serving but of that. I, you- I feel betrayed and hurt. And I'm actually <laughs> – I actually, honestly, if we're going to go back, let's go back a subject. I can't decide if I'm very proud of you or super annoyed that you threw away that box of chocolate. Actually, <laughs> it wasn't very good. I didn't know oh. that that you had thrown okay. it away. But here's the thing: so uh, we can go to Shotzi's and get uh, coffee because it's so good. It's really good coffee. Yeah. Um, but I feel bad for them because they don't have very much business. Anyway, but I have the piece of stolen. I haven't even eaten it yet. Was, oh, the, buzz, wow. was the story. I didn't just get in the car. Well, you better and hope s- I don't find it and first. snarf it. I don't know what it is, but But I didn't it, end it up first. eating it. It's a single serving instead of the whole stolen. And now you know the so story the point of here Weigel. is you can you can secretly go behind your husband's back and do lots of secret things and then get yourself a single serving treat instead of a See? full a full cake. Um, but you know so so the bottom line here with portion is focus on quality instead of volume. You know pick a a smaller version of a very high quality treat rather than just eating like a giant you know, whatever that's store-bought and and not great. Anyway, um, just to be clear, that is the only, uh, that's the only secret thing I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, that's exactly what a secret hider would say. No, I, I create problems for myself. I'm like, I don't have time to do anything. And yeah. then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to this person's house, put furniture in my car, drive it to somebody else's house. <laughs> when I say it out loud, I yeah, realize that Yeah, the next that time you maybe, say you, you can't get something done. Now ask me if I did laundry yesterday. This is coming up. Yeah, did you do no, laundry No, I did Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I knew the answer to that <laughs> before <laughs> I asked it. Okay, so the next- The next P. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's talk about that. Uh, the next P is having policy. I also call them standards because that sounds classy. We all have standards, right? Yeah. What, don't you have standards? Well, and the thing I don't like to do, and I- what I used to do is call them rules for myself. Yeah. And, and you know, if there's that whole mentality of rules are meant to be broken and like, oh, well, you know, I, I made this rule so I can break this rule. But if you have a policy for yourself or you set a standard for yourself, I feel like at least mentally it makes it much more likely that you're going to try to uphold that standard because you've set it for yourself. You've decided you're the kind of person who's going to do this and so you're going to do it. Right. So for me, setting standards that I know make me feel my best, it's not punitive. It's not, well, everybody else gets to have fun and I don't. It's what do you know to be true about yourself? And for me, looking at the calendar and looking at all of the days with the potential events, you can still set standards for yourself, such as, you know what, even though there are all these events this month, I only have alcohol on weekends. Yeah. Because I know if I go to the party on Wednesday and I drink, then I'm going to be, and this gets into the plan for tomorrow thing, 
then I'm going to be tired and groggy. And so I'll probably skip my workout and then I won't have my planned breakfast. And then like, I'll miss my, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll miss my step goal for the day. Setting that policy of I'll only have an alcoholic beverage on the weekend or a, a frappuccino, mint, whatever stuffing flavored thing, like setting those standards for yourself is or, important. Or, or flip it. Like, yeah. you know, I know I'm going to go to the party. I would like to have a, an alcoholic beverage or two at the party. So I, my policy will be, I, if I go to a party on a Wednesday, I don't have alcohol on the weekend, like flip it around. Yeah, it could ooh, be well, either way. One. Yeah. Yeah. So another policy is n- not going back for seconds. Someone in uh well, place had asked a question about how to manage you know, buffet style meals, which can be really hard. But when you look at the whole month and go like, well, I've got 15 other food events. That's how I manage the buffet. Like, oh, I don't need to eat everything at the buffet. I've got five other things to look forward to. So really having that policy of one round, only my favorites or only, you know what? I love gingerbread type treats. I'll only have gingerbread or for you it's like if they're serving pumpkin pie yeah then i will have pie otherwise i won't another one is and this is a really big one i like not having a policy of not eating janky food at kids parties is like is a very good policy to have it's yeah. like i have higher standards or, than or that. even like something i do is i will even this is all year round not just at the holidays but if i go to like a theme park or or, you know, any sort of a gathering or a party. And it's kind of like, oh, there's there's like a, a brand of chip I can get anywhere is the treat. Or, you know, or a candy bar that is just, you know, that you can buy at any, you know, uh, any grocery store aisle. I don't indulge in that. Like that's, you know, that's just like, oh, I can get it. But if it's something that's, that's truly unique to the event, then uh, then I will indulge in it. Yeah. But if, if the kids party has cold square pizza right. and, you know, whatever, it's like, eh, you know what, I'll, I'll pass because I'm going to prioritize other foods. And it makes it easier. Policies and standards are not meant to you know, like I said, they're they're not damaging or it's not, a you know, a penalty that we're serving. It makes us feel better because we go in and we're not negotiating with ourselves in the moment. You know what? I'm going to pass on whatever dips this year. Like this is a dipless Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> it's dipless Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the year without a dip miss. Wow. Dip dipless miss? I don't know. It's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. But really just having some standards, it just takes away that in the moment negotiation. I'm not like I have learned a lesson. I will not uh, just randomly eat chocolate that is brought to us uh, <laughs> when when people randomly bring boxes of chocolate to your door which really sounds like it shouldn't happen but it did yeah it just you're just gonna pass on it so yeah. uh so yeah so those are policies and standards you've got standards don't you i do uh i do and uh, uh i married you didn't i um and the final p uh is to pivot and basically this is stay flexible if something doesn't work, try something else. Yeah. If you 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 go in and you think you've got the plan and you think you've got, you know, your policies in place and you stick to them and then it 
still doesn't work out and you're still not happy with the choices that you made, try something else. Um, approach it as a setback yeah. and not a failure. And, you know, think of, I, I, you know, I know not science is not everyone's uh, favorite thing, but um, think of yourself as a science experiment yeah. and you try something and it doesn't work. Like be flexible and try something else. Don't think that you're a failure and that you're never going to get it because that's what I used to do all the time. And, you know, where did that get me? Yeah. Get me like continuing to eat and eat and diabetes, et cetera. <laughs> and diabetes. Pod podcast <laughs> six years later, et cetera. Yeah. Well, and I think too, a lot of people when they have, they have the idea in their head that they think something is in their past, like, oh, well, I used to do that behavior. I can't believe I did it again. Right. They see it as proof that they're broken or that they're just not good enough. And really, one, when we start assigning all of this importance and meaning to a slip up or not acting in your best interest, it really doesn't help us to just be like, well, this is proof. Why should I even bother? I'm never going to get it right. Like last night, I I ate more than I had anticipated. I, I remember there were some crepes. I <laughs> I didn't plan on having crepes, but yeah. I did have some crepes. And this morning- Where did you get crepes? They're I didn't frozen. have They're any crepes. Idea. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't think you and Bridget liked crepes. Anyway, but like this morning I woke up and I'm like, oh boy, what a night. Like, and I know, <laughs> I know having like two crepes that were yeah. 210 calories, like- yeah, then Bigger you, you did like you did like your own version of the walk of shame. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was just like, oh boy, like that yeah. was a that was, that was a, a wild crazy night. Wild crazy 400 night. 400 calories well, of crepes. We were we were in bed by like 9:30, yeah. I think. So, anyway. Oh, easily by 9:30. But yeah. when we do that like, oh no, I'm I'm a failure. I'll never get this right. It's it's what can I do next? And that really ties into having an identity of growth and possibility and learning. And for me, that the final kind of end to this, this isn't, uh, this isn't a P, this is an I. So uh, here we go. <laughs> Building on that identity, they talk about it in all of the habit books about really, instead of just focusing on the end of, I want to lose weight, I want to get through Christmas, how do you identify yourself? I identify myself as a person who is a work in progress. Yeah. I am a person who learns from my mistakes. I'm the kind of person who plans and prioritizes and sets myself up for success most of the time. And what we do most of the time matters more than what happens every once in a while. A hundred percent. And and seeing it that way as like identifying yourself in that way, I identify as someone who prioritizes protein in the morning and drinks lots of water and someone who I, I'm the kind of person who loves to get out for walks. I'm the kind of person who loves to feel good when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. And once we see it as growth and potential, we're able to manage the holidays more mindfully and with more purpose. Maybe that's like the the final P of the all. <laughs> purpose, um, yeah. Is going through it with purpose. Because once we step back and look at the month, see all of the things that are going on, and we're able to at least – like even if there are a few events where you maybe misstep, it's not a failure Maybe there are some events where you go, oh my gosh, I did it. I like, I, I realized that the kids party was just not 
my like not my deal, man. Like <laughs> I don't know why you're talking I like made, that, but sure. I made a dipless Christmas work for me. And now and like but, and then and then when you get to the point where you're like, oh, I paused. You're right. This isn't a failure. Like it feels really good to stick to your intentions and doing it more often than not matters. You know, don't discount small improvements over time because when we're looking at the month and we ask ourselves, do I want to lose weight, gain weight, maintain my weight, which is a super duper win. Yeah. Or maybe last year you gained 20 pounds at Christmas. If you reduce that to even just five this year, like that is a huge win. Yeah, it's a victory. Yeah, it is a big win. That is a 15 pound like win right there. So look at what your expectations are this season. Prioritize, plan, pause, pump up the volume. Pump, pump up, up the, the volume. volume. With, uh, you know, making sure you get in your veggies and your protein and your fiber. You can make the holidays work for you. Um, this is actually something that I need to do uh, myself, which I haven't done yet. So uh, I'm going to focus on doing this this weekend. Please, like Donald said, please don't just go, yeah, 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 I get the point. Actually write down all of the things that you have on a calendar. Make sure you know what is coming your way. Because if we leave it to, I'll figure it out when I'm there, chances are, if you leave it to chance, chances are, I don't know. They'll, there nah, won't nah, be nah, a nah, chance. Nah, nah, nah. You won't have a chance. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to get to it after my birthday. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. I said the thing I said I shouldn't say. But yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, focus on all that jazz. And you'll you'll be fine. <laughs> and all that jazz. Well, uh, thank you so much for making this podcast a priority and uh, for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. And uh, we are really grateful for each and every one of you. It really does mean a lot to us that uh, that you are listening. Um uh, if you'd like to listen to more of this, you can find almost all of our episodes on uh, every uh, major podcast platform, or you can find every single episode, uh, even from number one, uh, on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are on our website, you can click that link for join our support group where oh, you yeah. can find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support and accountability and check-ins. We have people doing lots of different plans. We're plan agnostic, uh, but we are there to support one another in mindset and uh, sticking with it in this holiday season where there are lots of t- temptations. Um, we have two two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Woolplace is right for you. Absolutely. So please check that out. And if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. And you know, really, frankly, I would like to see hashtag dipless Christmas trending <laughs> before the end of the week. So let's get on it, everyone. Um, or you can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate uh, episode suggestions. Look, if you've got, 
you know, something for the holidays that really works for you, we would love to hear that. Um, if you've got a strategy uh, that worked or if you've tried something that we've suggested and it's worked really well for you, we would love that kind of feedback. Um, uh, if you have uh, questions for us, uh, you can also send them there and uh, we enjoy hearing from you. If you want to give us a compliment to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a little extra time this Christmas season, this holiday season, and want to give us a gift, oh, yeah. the gift would definitely be heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a rating and a review. Not only does it uh, help us know that what we're doing is making a difference, we actually got one the other day that said someone had lost 50 pounds listening to our podcast. All right. Um, we were an inspiration. And that, like, it means honestly it really so truly much. does like, i i love that like more than you could possibly understand it's amazing and so please know that it really like it it helps you know us keep going uh knowing that we're making a difference in your life and it also helps other people find us and boosts us in the ratings uh for uh for people searching for cool fun dipless podcasts like ours yeah like the more ratings and reviews that we have the more that uh, that we get promoted in search results when people are looking for podcasts like ours so that really does help us out yep another thing that really helps us out is if you just tell somebody about the show word of mouth really helps the show grow you know if you can give a an actual testimonial like someone's thinking about like trying to find a podcast like ours or even just sort of like looking for uh some new answers for you know health and fitness and losing weight um, and you give us a shout out that, you know, and you're like, well, this, this podcast is great. It's fantastic. You might say, um, then that really does help, uh, when people hear directly from you. And, uh, if you could give us a shout out, like if you're in, uh, in person or if you're on a Facebook group or a Reddit group or a discord server or something like that, and you give us a shout out, uh, it really helps the show grow and we would be grateful. Yeah, because like, and even if they ask the question, yes, but are there lols? And you can say, yes, there are LOLs on this podcast. We can en <laughs> ensure that that is happening too. Absolutely. So if you're still a little confused as to whether it was Pope Gregory or Greg <laughs> Brady who invented the Gregorian calendar, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.